Welcome to the Reunion Belleville podcast, a place where everyday people apprentice to Jesus. We're glad you pulled up a seat and we hope that today's lead-in encourages you to take your next step. All right, good morning. It's Monday morning and um, yesterday we had the privilege and such the blessing to be able to meet together in person. And we know that it was a bit of a midweek shift as our provincial government lightened some restrictions earlier than we thought that they would. And so uh, we made that little shift around Wednesday to meet in person yesterday, and I'm so glad that we did. But I'm also aware that, unfortunately, that shift made it um, difficult for some of you to be able to come and join us. And so uh, this week, moving forward, we'll continue to meet, weather permitting, in the East Hill Park in Belleville. Uh, We'll be socially distanced and just creating space for one another to be present and to wrestle and to encourage one another in this life centered around Jesus. And yesterday we uh, began to talk just a little bit and kind of reintroduce some of our culture themes, our culture statements. And we started by asking the question, how are you? How are you as lockdown restrictions lift and as as we start to see some semblance of a new normal emerging yet again, this this shift, um, how are you? Did you know that in the pre-pandemic, there was some research uh, that was done and it found that our connection to one another uh, was already pre-pandemic a serious health concern? In fact, doctors were indicating that a pandemic was already underway and it was called loneliness. Researchers found that at that time, or just before that, sorry, um, that on average people had about 2.3 confidants or really close friends, and the new research was indicating that that number had dropped to 1.8. In fact, the majority of people researched had zero people that they would consider a a confidant, a really close, or maybe in, in our language we would say a best friend. Now the pandemic hits and those connections are even more under attack and they're even more hurt because of our inability to be together. And so it's actually brought to the the surface, it's brought to light our lack of human connection and even perhaps people that we thought we were friends with or had decent connections with, we'll start to see that those were actually casual uh, connections at best. And so those gatherings around the water cooler at work or during breaks or whatever it might be, the familiar faces that we run into at our local coffee joint or uh, patio, um, those people that we thought were friends and we would say, oh yeah, they're my friend, but we actually began to see that they were just loose, casual social connections. And so as a part of the reunion uh, leadership team, as a part of uh, uh, the leadership team of our church, as a pastor, This news of people actually having a reduced um, friendship list or deeper connection with people is no, uh, it's not really news to me. It's not really shocking to me or yet even disturbing. You see, we planted Reunion Belleville almost uh, two and a half years ago, I guess, or one and a half years ago, around this pathology of loneliness. We believe that this Jesus-centered community that we, are, that we are helping create together has really good news to share because we are people of the table. 
Our culture statement of people says this, we open our hearts and lives to one another by choosing relationship in creating space. Why? Well, we do this because in the beginning when God created, he said, oh, or she said, look at everything that we've created. It is good. It is, it is so good. And the very first not good thing in the Bible wasn't sin. It was human loneliness. God says it's not good for them or he or she or humanity to be alone. And the pandemic has hurt our community's rhythm of making space and creating opportunities for us to connect. But we are going to do our best to continue now in light of restrictions opening up to recreate Maybe not we won't be doing the same things, but we're going to try to do, re, we're going to recreate, reimagine as pioneers what it looks like for us to choose relationship and create space. Because we value your presence. We value your reactions and live questions and comments. And that's why we chose Zoom during the pandemic and uh, not other online streaming opportunities. And so now that we can be together in person, we want to begin to get back back to who we were. Not because the old was the best way or even normal is the right way forward, but we believe that our culture statements continue to be good news and define us as a community. And so for um, the remainder of the COVID stage response or uh, stages or um, steps, uh, we're going to continue to meet outside in person the best that we can. And because we're not a Sunday-centric community, We're going to create and choose opportunities and make opportunities for us to be together more often. So that's going to take place in like park dates and uh, bonfires and porch hangouts and patio parties that will become our normal means of worship again. And I mean worship again because worship is so much more than our Sunday morning gatherings. It's a rhythm of our lives where we are celebrating and mourning and inviting and challenging one another in this apprenticeship to Jesus. But we do need your help. Yes, our culture is not created by leaders making statements, but by our community committing to one another. This is really about us. Us together as, an, as a crew, as a community, as a family. And so the invitation is to, to show up, not legalistically, but relationally. We're not about like taking attendance and saying, oh, you haven't been here three out of four Sundays or two out of four or whatever it might be. We're not asking you to do that. But to see that your investment isn't in what we're trying to do, but who we are and are becoming. And so this includes um, us taking responsibility as leaders to to organically and with structure create opportunities for us to connect with the invitation and hope that you would not just come to an event, we would hate for you to see it that way, but to see it as an investment in the people around you. Because consistency provides us with, with a depth of relationship that allows us to do this next part, to share. Yes, to share. Uh, we want to continue to be a community that is, is sharing not just our lives in terms of like a moments, but the very depth of our lives, like the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that can only take place through consistent touch points, opportunities where we, we're gathered around a table where we learn to share openly what's happening. But John Powell wrote a book back in the 60s called Why We Don't Talk to Each Other. And it, 
it really does give a great overview of five levels of communication that I just want to quickly touch on. And you can see more about these on our table notes on our website, reunionbelleville.com. But uh, just a quick overview overview would be stage one conversation or communication would be very shallow or what would some would call cliche, like um, to say, hi, how are you? It's a question that we ask when passing in the hall, not but we're doing it not really wanting the answer. It's the, oh, horrible weather we're having, isn't it? You say when the elevator, in an elevator with a stranger. It doesn't really share anything. You offer nothing of yourself and you expect nothing in return. You're just following the, uh, the culturally programmed niceties that are expected in that situation. The second level of communication that we, we can move to is, is really based on facts. So the first one's shallow. It's just cliche comments or statements, not looking for investment, where the second is all about facts. It's one step above. We have information sharing. This is where most of us live at work, reporting facts and figures to colleagues, sharing product information with customers, getting payment information from clients, uh, sending order details to suppliers. It's really about, oh, what did you think of the baseball game last night? Blue Jays won 14 to 8 or 14 to whatever, 14 to 1 or something crazy. Um, I don't even know the facts. But nonetheless, um, it's really about facts. This is what I know. This is what you know. This is what is your response maybe uh, to those facts. That's level two. Level three is is really where conversation begins to become more personal and certainly more um, possibly antagonistic because it begins, it's really rooted in, in opinions. Level three is about opinions. Now we start stepping out of our comfort zone a little bit. We begin to share ideas and opinions and a bit of who we are, what we're thinking. We're not just sharing our calculator or our calendar, but we're sharing something we created. Uh, it's a thought, it's an opinion. And with that comes a great risk because now someone can disagree with something that is uniquely ours. Facts don't allow disagreement. The score was this. The score was that. This happened. That happened. Uh, whereas opinions, for example, how do you feel about the, uh, the provincial government's vaccine rollout? A question like that can lead to a multitude of opinions and disagreements and even conflicts if you follow social media at all. Right? So opinions is where we begin to actually open up and share something that is uniquely ours or uh, certainly rooted in who we are. Which brings us to the level four uh, type of conversation or communication, which is feelings. Uh, and now this is, it can get a little scary here. We're sharing what we feel, what drives us, our hopes and our dreams. This is where you start uh, to become friends. You're really stepping out of your safe zone now because our values and feelings can be used to hurt us. When someone knows that something is important to us, they could potentially use it as leverage against us. But it really lets us know a little bit more about who we really are, what keeps us going, what we're fighting for in life, what we care about, but also how life is affecting us. Now we can share the state of our very selves with this. Um, and so when your spouse will ask you or your friend, hey, what's wrong? I see that you're kind of upset. They're looking for level four communication. They're asking me, how do you feel? Why do you feel? It's beautiful. But it is a risk. Opinions are a risk. Sharing your feelings are a risk because it's a part of who you are. 
And here at Reunion, we're trying to facilitate these levels of communication, three, four, and of course, this last one, five, intimacy. This is where things can really get a little even more scary. I want to be honest and say that not everyone wants to go to this depth. And uh, there's reason for that. There's harm. There's hurt from the past. There's scars. Or there's, there's fear. Because this is where you really start to examine the deepest parts of who you are. This is where we start really being intimate. To share what we've done, why we do it, what motivates us, what's really at the heart of, this is how I feel, but this is how it's affecting me. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it can be very scary. So when Jesus would give us a command, for example, as a church, we want to be able to to give our opinion. We want to say, this is how it kind of makes me feel, but this is why I, I really hesitate with doing it. This is why this week I took a risk and did it. This is this is a part of my life, and it's, I pray that it's a part of our conversations. And so those five levels where we're kind of cliche, we share facts, we share feelings, or sorry, we share uh, cliche comments, uh, the, ne- the niceties of our culture, we share facts, we share opinions, we share feelings, and finally, intimacy. If you were to take a moment and consider your conversations with the majority of the people in your life, the first one would be, or the question would be, sorry, which level do you find yourself most comfortable in? Where do you spend the most of your time communicating? The second question would be, uh, do you have 2.3, 1.8 or more or less friends that you can actually get to level 3, 4, and 5 with? Most people struggle getting to 3, 4, and 5 because we don't have those connection points that facilitate those, those types of conversations. And so here at Reunion, we pray that we can facilitate a type of community, a style of connection, uh, a consistency of connection that will allow us to foster these types of intentional, deep connections where we can share not just what we feel and what we think, but the motivations behind it, what we fear and what drives us and how does Jesus at the center of it change or invite or challenge how we, how we live our lives. And so moving forward, we're going to spend a lot more time getting to know each other. That's the whole purpose of our story and song summers. Just a more relaxed, laid back worship gathering where we can be intentionally connecting to one another. And so following our little lead in this morning uh, or yesterday morning, so we, we created space for, for 20 minutes for people just to, to sit and to chat and to, to get to know each other. And it was beautiful. People hung out and we, we ended by sharing communion and reiterating this truth that regardless of our difference, regardless of where we are on this journey with Jesus, God loves us. And we are choosing in the midst of our difference, in the midst of the unknown and uncertainty to love one another. And so we, we hope that this leading is helpful for you. Uh, as you consider, where's your level of communication at? What prohibits you or stands in the way of you going deeper? Is it lack of connection? Is it lack of trust or fear? What, what is really driving your, your, your desire to stay comfortable where you are? And of course, what is God saying to you this morning? Is there a part of you that, that wonders and, and hopes that that depth of relationship is available? And then what would it look like for you to, to invest and help create it with us? Here at Reunion, it's not about our leadership creating. It's about our culture 
and our community story. It's about our community creating a culture by consistently living it out together. We're not there yet. We're not. We haven't got it all figured out. We don't. But together, as we continue to be consistently present in each other's lives, this Jesus-centered life that we're being invited to to chase and to apprentice in, I really do continue to believe it's incredibly good news for our culture at this given time. What is God saying to you this morning and how will you respond? Thank you for listening to today's lead-in. We pray that you were able to learn something about Jesus today, but equally important, we pray that you sense a step you might take in response. What would it look like for you to live with Jesus today in light of our discussion? You can learn more about our community at www.reunionbelleville.com and we're always here to walk with you.